0: are far
1: worse things, waiting man, than that You will be scared shitless.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, Day of the Dead. I'm going to assume you have already seen Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yes, I have.
0: And um, Day of the Dead. Now, was this your virgin viewing or had you seen it before?
1: I'd seen it before, but quite a while ago, so it was good to refresh.
0: Okay, fantastic. And one of the things that I like to do on the show is rate a movie, um, not just based on its genre, but also based on horror movies in general, and then Mm -hmm. also movies in general. And so, obviously, Day of the Dead is a zombie movie. That's its subgenre so in the zombie films um with the lowest possible being a 0.01 which i would say i have seen some zombie movies that would oh fit yeah that definitely. category uh definitely. zombie four would probably be among those <laughs> uh maybe the video dead something like that yeah. um and then Number one with the greatest zombie movie of all time being whatever you know. How would you mm. rank um, Day of the Dead?
1: Um, oh, I would put it kind of in the middle for me. Okay, Just right in the middle.
0: Okay, so as far as zombie movies go, this is top tier for me, and, and, and a yeah. lot of it has to do with nostalgia. Um, you know, which again, you know, I'm pushing fifty. Um, Day of the Dead came out in 1985, so I would have been 11 years old. I would have been there when it debuted on cable. Um, I would have been there when it debuted on you know, VHS. Um, yeah. And when it came out in the theater, there was not a lot of hype around this movie. There were a lot of other films. Zombie films had kind of not been as popular when this one came out, although... Another movie that came out around the same time that a lot of people like even better was Return of the Living Dead. Have you seen that yeah. one? Yeah. Okay, Which is a very different kind of zombie movie, but it's, it's the one that I would say it's more important than Day of the Dead, but I don't like it quite as much as I like Day of the Dead. So the reason I say it's more important is because... Return of the Living Dead is the one that the zombies said brains.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: And and that's kind of when you say zombie, a lot of people, that's what they think is, you know, zombies exactly. saying brains, you know. So that's interesting that you would kind of place it at the middle of the pack. But um, I, I would say it's top tier for me, probably in the top four or five. But yeah. zombie movies aren't my favorite genre either, though. So... Me
1: neither, me neither, but I am with a very avid zombie movie fan, yeah. so I, I am forced to watch a lot of them.
0: Um So horror movies in general, I would place it closer to the middle of the pack for sure. Yeah. Zombie movies closer to the top, and then movies, cinema movies in general, Um I would give it probably a 4.5 out of 10 if that uh just because a lot of the acting is very hammy yeah. um you know the pacing can get a little bit talky at times so yeah
1: it's a very right. human <laughs> human based zombie film it's very human
0: now uh obviously this is the third one in the series so it's a little bit goofy that I wanted to start with this this one <laughs> um but the reason i did is because it's still my favorite romero zombie movie so i've seen night of the living dead a thousand times i'm sure you've seen it yeah. tons of times um it's the most famous zombie movie of all time most likely night of the living dead you know is pretty much what defines zombies uh yeah. modern modern zombies zombie like zombie, human being that comes back from the dead to eat other humans to eat human beings um you know and thank romero for that the original night of the living dead yes it was a game changer um define the genre but as far as sitting down and enjoying a movie um i would rather watch dawn of the dead which was the second one uh probably okay. more more than night of the living dead and probably just about as much as Day of the Dead. So have you seen Dawn of the Dead, where they go to the shopping mall? and?
1: Yeah, that's my favorite out of the trilogy. Yes. That's I could rewatch it all the time. It's a yes. classic.
0: It truly is. Um, and, and one of the things that I love about Romero is he was always so progressive in his mm-hmm. casting decisions. Obviously, in Night of the Living Dead, uh, he had a very strong African-American lead. Um, Of course, the tragic ending was so awful when they shoot him. (laughs) Uh, But then he had Peter and and Dawn of the Dead, you know, who was the hero in that. And then in this one, he had a woman as the main character. So I thought that is just classic Romero, you know, pushing the envelope um, ahead of the times, yeah. I mean, it was a year before Sigourney Weaver came out and blew everybody away with aliens, even <laughs> so there were even fewer uh female leads at that time. And he was like, nah, wh- why not? Why not have a, a strong female lead? So, yeah, um, so I'm gonna take a step back because I've seen this movie a thousand times and just give me uh, let's let's start at the beginning. So, just your general thoughts on Day of the Dead.
1: Um, I enjoy it as a human-based story film. Like it's very bleak, it's very raw, it's very depressing. Um, the reality of what society would end up becoming if it were true, and I think is Romero's one of his most really dark zombie films. Not in the gory way, in the way of like, oh god, the the humans are against each other and mentioning the female lead it's her position is quite terrifying at times and i enjoyed that i enjoyed the perspective that he takes um i really enjoy bob <laughs> <laughs> <It's, Ben.
0: laughs>
1: he's such like a puppy and he it's it's just nice and if you think zombies are not dangerous why not just give them a gun
0: and right. just make them even worse <laughs> Say hello to your aunt Alicia, bub. <laughs> New hey, Aunt Alicia, you know it was so nice. Yeah. Um, I agree, though it is definitely the most bleak of the Romero zombie films. It's also the most claustrophobic. It takes place
1: hundred oh, like
0: completely, almost completely underground. You don't get to go up, yeah. up to the surface too much. Um, I do love that when they do get back from the first initial sweep to find survivors, that the first thing you see is a weed plant, you know, He's, they're <laughs> growing marijuana out <laughs> It's like, yeah, of course yeah, they would that, in the apocalypse, that, why not? Yeah. Uh, a little 420 action, but that was Greg Nicotero growing that, and it's interesting <laughs> that you brought up the bleakness of it, because um, I think out of all of the zombie movies ever, um, this is the one that influenced... The Walking Dead more than yeah, any of the yeah. rest of them because of Nekatero's involvement. Um, you know, he was a protege of Tom Savini. This movie features probably Tom Savini's best zombie work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he uh, he has a scene later in the film where it's just his head, like with these probes sticking in it and he, you see yeah. his mouth moving and it's so creepy. And-,
1: and you see it again in The Walking Dead. He's known for doing it. In that, as yes, well, yes, which is iconic. And they originally wanted Romero to hop on to The Walking Dead, but he said that it wasn't his kind of zombies. It was the modern day kind of looking at them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so you know, looking back at the way things were in '85, I think the nuclear threat probably more than anything was hovering over everybody. And I think Romero and his team got this feeling that we were all gonna screw ourselves we were gonna blow everything to shit and just end up if we were lucky having to start all over and so that's kind of the main theme of day of the dead was if we don't get it together man we're gonna just completely destroy ourselves so yeah yeah, definitely the darkest most bleak of the bunch so let's start chronologically we start with of course um the opening segment and I'm going to go ahead and spoil my scared shit list. This soundtrack scares the shit out of me. Like the it's whole... It's so good. You know, it's like... It just
1: really makes you jump.
0: Dark and like just even the little... It's very, you know, I don't know. It's very 80s uh, horror. Yeah, it's, definitely. it's the best way for me to describe it. So you get that nice opening sequence where Laurie Cardeal is surrounded by the bleakness of it all. She's by herself. Yeah. She's in this empty room with a single calendar with X's on it, you know, and here yeah. comes October 31st. Of course, the darkest day in the world has ever known. <laughs> And the zombie hands come out, you know, and it was just so effective of an opening. It's slightly cheesy if you look at it from a modern perspective. But at that time period, that would have scared the crap out of just about anybody. So, I
1: mean, it's so unexpected for the first time watching it. You really don't expect that.
0: And then we go right into them looking for survivors. You have that beautiful moment where you get to see the first zombie, you know, the first full zombie. And that was one of Savini's masterpieces. It was a puppet called Dr. Tongue. <laughs> uh, so, so named because his whole bottom of his face was missing and you just see his big tongue sticking out. Um, you, of course, see the newspaper f- flashes by the dead walk. The dead walk.
1: Oh, iconic. <laughs>
0: um yeah, the city itself, yeah. that that was another kind of walking dead thing that you get where the cities are gonna be a place you do not wanna be in the apocalypse. Yeah. If the zombie apocalypse happens, or really anti-apocalypse, um, you know, people are gonna be scrambling to survive and in the end it's not gonna go well. So Yeah. The uh The iconography, the imagery of the alligator coming out of the bank.
1: I forgot about that. And then I saw (laughs) it and I was like, you can really tell this was filmed in Florida.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, what else are you going to have, you know, (laughs) coming out of a bank in a zombie apocalypse? So we've got that great scene where uh, Terry Alexander is the African-American gentleman who is um, not from Jamaica, but putting on quite... (laughs) Quite the convincing Jamaican accent, don't you know? And you know, he's the talking about the strongest
1: one I've ever. Yeah, heard. <laughs>
0: listen, you can hear it over the engines. You know, yeah. he might have might have put it on a little bit heavy, but you a know, a bit strong. Yeah, it's all right. We still love him. He's uh, he's <laughs> quite kind to uh, to the fans at conventions, and in fact, uh, Lori Cardiel Jarlath Conroy, uh, who plays the uh, the other pilot. Um, yeah. Or the the guy who drinks and he does the radio equipment, um, and then we've got Miguel. Uh, poor Miguel, <laughs> he's just. He's I probably time. he really is, and that probably would be me in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. so I'm not gonna lie, I would just be a mess, you know. No, I'd be the down. one who gets the sedative. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, so they go back. We find out that things are not going well on the survivor front. And then we're back at the compound, and we get to meet Steele and Rickles. What are your thoughts on Steele and Rickles?
1: Um, Steele's a great
0: big guy, and Rickles is like the, the little kind of annoying toady guy.
1: Instantly did not like them, um, yeah. which tests well to the actors, because they make them so unlikable, especially Steele and it's just as a woman he makes my skin crawl and it's yeah i can guess it's really good scripting it really does
0: yeah really he hate didn't those have to, yeah he didn't have to put on too much of uh you know, an effect for that script writing, man. I mean, biggest piece of meat in the cave, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. really it's good? instant. <laughs> it's
1: like straight away, you're just met with it. And you're like, oh, these are very horrible people.
0: But I love the fact that she stands up to them. You know, oh, she's like, 100%. you are incapable of interesting me, except as an anthropological curiosity. You know, what a great line. Yeah. I still use that line to this day. <laughs> um whenever i get a strong female
1: (laughs) strong female lead it's what we want to see
0: um we we do see that she's in much better shape than miguel and of course they don't listen to her and call him up Mm. there anyway he almost gets wrinkles killed she ends up having to sedate him um and then we're going to meet captain rhodes for the first time yes um he is what we call a show stealer for all the wrong reasons. A
1: hundred percent. He really just captivates the whole yeah. screen. And you really hate him, but you'd love when he's on the screen.
0: Yeah, he uh, he's just dripping with vitriol and sleaze and just every yes. characteristic you can have for a human male that you just... Like, dude, man, what happened? <laughs> who the hell raised you? Who
1: <laughs> left him in charge?
0: Right? Oh, um, he's, yeah, exactly. Who put him in charge? And that's the worst part about it is that, you know, in a situation like this where you've got survivors scrambling to just pick up the pieces of humanity yeah. and and figure out what to do next, this is who we have in charge. <laughs> this you is know? what we got. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of today. <laughs> it's like, yeah, here we are trying to pick up the pieces from COVID and all these things. And this is what things, we got. And this is what we've got. So everyth- with everything going on in the world, yes, I could definitely go off to a big island somewhere and, you know, make some babies. Or get Which some is babies, as he says. Wildest ending. <laughs> Uh, fantastic ending, and I, uh, I'm i glad that he finally did a very um, happy ending for one of his zombie movies, because, yeah. you know, the first one was a very bleak, sad, horrible ending. Uh, Dawn of the Dead was kind of a mixed bag where, you know, the flyboy dies at the end and turns into a zombie, and that's very sad. Roger dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter survives. Franny survives, but who knows what they're going to be facing when they get out there into the real world but then mm-hmm. uh, day of the Dead, you've got that beautiful island with the yeah. and the you know the sand and the beach and it's just like the, the great tropical uh soundtrack there at the end it's a little bit hokey you know um <laughs> uh, but it's like they earned it you know after yeah. everything they've been through ruined for them so back to the what's going on with roads and steel and we've got dr frankenstein who they call richard <laughs> liberty um who plays the doctor who is training bub and apparently the other zombies this guy i don't know i mean i've got very mixed feelings about him i yeah. thought he was quite the over actor
1: Um, oh 100
0: you know but it was in a different film yeah but at the same time everybody's kind of a little bit overacting in this Mm. um it's kind of what puts it more towards the middle of the pack in terms of horror films yeah Um, but one of the things that makes it more towards the top end of zombie movies for me is the fact that there's so much blood and guts and gore and he really has the best scenes with all the gore and the the stuff like plopping out onto the floor, oh, yeah. you know, sticking, uh, you know, the brain saws into the zombies left and right. And she had just got done telling him, "You have got to stop destroying these specimens. It's getting <laughs> harder and harder to go on top and get more." And what does he do? As soon as one of them breaks his restraint, he uh, sticks it right in the head with a brain yep. saw. So it's like, ah, uh, you're not really listening, are you? <laughs> no, he's
1: in his own little world, doing his own thing, like in a completely different film. Um, almost in like a comedy. I want to yeah. say his character yeah, is thought over. Some
0: comic relief, yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, turning up to dinner, literally covered in blood, head to toe, and it's just he's like you said, most of the gore and the blood and guts come from his character. So you kind of like seeing him on screen for that.
0: Right. Um, who do we? We also have John Amplis, who had a very minor role. Uh, he mm-hmm. was one of my least favorite roles, but he's famous for doing yeah. other Romero films. Uh, he also plays in Creepshow. He plays in Martin, uh, yes. which was R- Romero's um, vampire movie, vampire esque movie, I should say. Um, so I've enjoyed him in everything else, but Day of the Dead and Day it's of the Dead forgettable. Is, yeah, Day of the Dead is one of my favorite Romero movies, but John Amplis's role was just—he was completely wasted in this. So, 100%. um, and then we've got all the other minor characters that are pretty much disposable.
1: Yeah,
0: um, we've got the the kind of fighting back and forth between the soldiers and the scientists. And then we've got the zombies themselves, you know. (laughs) Um, So moving right along to the scared shit list. You will be scared shitless. Um, I'm going to go ahead and reiterate that the soundtrack of this movie, and just for anybody who uh, is not familiar with the show, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, the scared shit list is the moment during the show, during which we talk about the things that we found actually scary yeah. Um, things that either scared us or which we find you know scary in general and number one for me has got to be the soundtrack number two is the gore oh my god mm. like i had never seen such A- and it was real guts i found this out much oh later. yeah yeah they uh not only were they real guts they were rancid guts so yes these poor actors were covered in rancid guts talk about like Ooh. Capital realism, you know, just ooh. Ooh. So, and
1: especially, um, poor Captain Rhodes, whose death always sticks with me and it always had done. Um, he had to smell that for uh,
0: oh, hours. yeah, man, oh, just I can't think of anything what worse dedication to the craft
1: <laughs> <you know>? 100%.
0: <laughs> but, uh, speaking of which, so well, well, let's go ahead and cover your what? what did you think was scary about the film?
1: Um, Well, as um, that scene, um, it always always stuck with me and I couldn't remember years ago where I'd seen it and then um, realized it was this film and it's just the feeling of being torn apart and it happens multiple times in the film. Multiple people get torn apart from their eyes, which is quite grim, but this one is just horrifying because his legs are dragging away and he's still talking.
0: Yeah, he's, still he's telling him to choke on him, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: and his like... legs are over there. <laughs> it's to, to, wild.
0: To the bitter end, he's defiant, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, talking about getting torn apart, some of the other uh, horrific deaths in this film include uh, Rickles himself, who yes. gets quartered by the zombies, and they start with his eye, and you see his oh, eyeball okay. is coming out. Um, and he is laughing and screaming at the same time as he dies. Yeah, um, I like to think that I would go out that way if the zombies caught up with me, <laughs> just yeah. laughing at the absurdity of it all. Um, <laughs> and then we've got Steele who uh, shoots himself as he gets cornered. I thought that was a little bit of a cop out. They should have let the zombies yeah, get him. Yeah.
1: Well, it's <laughs> expected of his character.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he actually was a coward too. So. Yeah. And then we've got. Uh, The poor guy who gets his head ripped off, uh, that to me was the most, the scariest of the deaths um, because of what they did with the audio. So you hear he's screaming, ah, 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 Mm. and then as he's screaming and they're ripping his head off, his vocal cords are stretching. And so he's like, ah, ah. And it's like oh. this horrible realization that you're hearing his vocal cords get stretched off of his neck. And so I was just like, yeah, that is Tom Savini and his most twisted, most yeah. sinister. I'm going to really mess up some people with my, my craft. And he did, man. That uh, that scene stuck with me for a very long time. So It's
1: uh, crazy to think that he literally came up with all of the deaths in his basement with very small amount of people and it just shows how much of a genius tom savini is my god yeah he's just a master of what he does
0: yeah i mean thinking back to just all of the great work that he's done over the years mm. from friday the 13th to madman to creep show he did several episodes of my favorite uh horror television show tales from the dark side yeah um, he, did, he directed an episode of that called Halloween Candy with this horrific huge goblin monster that eats people oh. um, it's just he is the master of horror art of yeah. horror gore you know and really of just uh, horror movie effects in general I don't think anybody will ever top Savini no
1: definitely not
0: um, Nicotero is trying his damnedest and he might someday who knows but maybe I think, I think Negatero, where he's uh, kind of is a little bit lesser than Savini, would be that he tends to rely on CGI.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and so he does a lot of CGI stuff, whereas Savini was all practical all the time. Maybe yeah, <laughs> Not especially that he in had the, a choice.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially in the later years of The Walking Dead, you can tell that that's when
0: CGI right. comes into it. So yeah, um, Tom Savini and those deaths, man. Um, as far as performances, I would say Lori Cardiel stole the show for me. She yeah. gave such a nuanced, powerful, powerful performance all over mm-hmm. the board. She showed every emotion. There's one scene where she's just sort of, I saw the graves, you know, it's a very kind of yeah. under, understated, you know, uh, when she's talking about how she saw the grave of the previous captain, um, and that, that was the other thing about Dr. Frankenstein was like, dude, are you that dumb that you're going to use the bodies of the guys that yeah. are, <laughs> you know, making it hard for you guys to work? But uh, there's some comedy in this, too. You know, there's oh, dr- yeah. Jarlath Conroy's drinking, of course, is part of it. But then we also have the great scene where the, the shovel comes down on the zombie's head and pushes it away. And you see his eyes are just kind of looking back and forth. Yes. Now that He's he's only half a head. And it's like, that's so very Savini and very creative, you know, but also yeah. hilarious. And Bub, of course, is funny in his own yeah. way. Um, in
1: his own little way.
0: Yeah. Do you want to kind of explain to the audience in case they haven't seen this, who Bub was and what, what that character was all about?
1: Yeah, so Bob was kind of Dr. Frankenstein's uh, test subject and he was kind of the first zombie who was kind of remembering what it was like to be human, what he could do, like simple things like picking up a phone, speaking words, and the actor himself actually improvised all of it, which is crazy. Wow. And he's he's so warming on the screen and he is a little bit of comedic release in this very bleak film, but um, in the end he gets his own back he gets his revenge and it yes. is
0: badass
1: <laughs> I love it
0: yeah so I I, and I forget about that sometimes part of Captain Rhodes' death he is has been shot by Bub who yes. he, he pissed off Bub by refu- <laughs> refusing to salute him yeah. and so you see that Bub now has a gun and he's following Rhodes down the hall and Rhodes is wounded and he's leaving this trail of blood you know and then he gets to the end of the hall and he sees a route of escape and he's like all right i'm out of here and he goes to leave (laughs) and of course he's surrounded by zombies and then bub as a final gesture shoots him in the dick (laughs) 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 it's like wow what a great ending for captain rhodes gets shot in the dick (laughs) Ripped apart. Choke on him. So (laughs) Uh, so this movie, yeah, while it may not be the greatest zombie movie of all time, it's a lot of fun. Um, It's definitely got its slow moments, you know, where they're talking about, uh, you know, the nature of the end of the world and the the nature of humanity and things like that. But then you've also got those fantastic deaths, um, all of the comedy, the comic relief. Um, and just the beautiful beautiful gore um yeah. so out of 10 i would give day of the dead a solid eight how about yourself
1: um probably a six okay because of that random wrestling scene that made me laugh out loud when, all, when they uh, burst out the door and Oh yeah, and then she goes man. and gets drunk that was right. exactly my thoughts exactly and it right. just made me laugh so much
0: That was such cheesy 80s silliness, yes. Um, Miguel, I have to give it to Miguel for evening the score, you know. It wasn't looking good for our heroes for a second there, but Miguel comes through at the very end and uh, very unexpectedly decides, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna let the zombies (laughs) in here and let them do their thing, and he just kind of lays there and lets them eat him, you know. Uh kisses his cross and says goodbye to the world and then yeah we finally get that nice zombie vengeance at the end and then we get our happy ending so so we're gonna average it out at a 7 out of 10 um and we're gonna are there any final thoughts on day of the dead before we sign off the scared shit list
1: well i as it was romero's favorite out of the trilogy i think it really does like still hold up and it does relate to the modern day because things aren't so happy outside and it's still very relatable. And I think everyone should watch it. Watch the whole trilogy.
0: I agree. Watch the whole trilogy. Watch some of the ones that come out later too. You know, I would yeah. say they're not as good as the original trilogy, but they're still very watchable. And we get more of that uh, sort of smart zombie vibe, you know, that yes. Bob started, you know, started the whole thing. With zombies kind of remembering who they are, uh, we get some more of that in Land of the Dead, um, oh. and then there's a Day of the Dead remake actually that I sat down. I and know, uh, and they have a vegetarian zombie and some more interesting <laughs> comic relief and things in it. So, wow. um, definitely worth watching just as a distraction if you like zombie movies. Uh, but if you like horror movies in general, definitely check out Day of the Dead. I strongly recommend yeah. it for horror fans in general. And that's going to do it for us for this episode of the Scared Shitless Podcast. Really?